So let's speak to our next guest because Richmond have their practice game against Collingwood. It's the inaugural charity Shield and tickets are $10. goes towards making money for Food Bank. Looking forward to that one. And one of their key recruits at the Tigers is our next guest, Jacob Kaczynski. He joins us. Jacob, thanks for your time. G'day, Jared. G'day, Kane. Thanks for having me on. Well, I mean, what's it like? You had a busy off-season. There was toing and froing about the trade. In the end, there was an opportunity for you to join the Tigers. You left, I think, with, with Hawthorne's blessing and you found yourself at a new club. How's it been since? Yeah, it's been pretty good, obviously. A bit of a u- unique experience. I spent five years at Hawthorne and loved my time there, but um, sort of the way things had panned out over the last couple of years, I sort of felt like I was stagnating and... I had a contract on the table there, um, but I felt like it was within my best interest and the club's best interest to sort of explore a trade and I'm uh, pretty happy that I got the deal done and uh, really enjoying my time so far at Richmond. Yeah, we'll, we'll focus that on that shortly. Why do you think it didn't work at the Hawks? Because you look at a young team, clearly there's a position for you. Mitch Lewis is a star, but often he was injured and he needed some help, but just 12 games last year and you just weren't able to cement a spot in the best 18. What do you think that was? Yeah, it's obviously pretty frustrating because um, I did show signs. Like, I think a big thing, part of my game is consistency. I do show that I can play um, at and above the level at times, but the biggest thing for me is consistency and I just never found that, I guess. Um, and I've had a couple of different game styles. I've played on the Clark, I've played on the Mitch. Now I've got the opportunity under Ooze. Um, I think just the way sort of I sort of, I guess, read the game and, and, and my strengths sort of suit a bit more of a straight uh, sort of game style. So for the listeners out there, it sort of uh, means taking the contest more often, um, mm. not using, I guess, every angle on the ground, a little bit of angle change and whatnot. But, um, yeah, it was unfortunate it didn't work out there uh, at the Hawks. But um, as I said, really have enjoyed the preseason so far. And we showed some good signs on the weekend against Melbourne. And um, yeah, just really looking forward to getting into the year ahead. That was an amazing 10-goal burst by the Tigers. And you were uh, in and amongst it. It uh, must have given you a fair bit of enthusiasm and encouragement. Yeah, it was good. Obviously, I uh, got off to a little bit of a slow start, um, going down zero goals to five. But... Uh, pretty impressive. We didn't really change too much in terms of our structures and whatnot, uh, but a pretty impressive sort of fight back to stick to our system and uh, sort of kick 10 unanswered goals. Um, so build a lot of belief uh, in the group and uh, particularly in the game style that Ooze is asking us to play. So we're pretty wrapped with that um, and looking forward to sort of hopefully doing it against uh, a pretty good op- opposition in Collingwood uh, in a week's time. How would you describe the game style? And I guess you could broadly break it down to, I mean, Carlton and Melbourne are a contest team. I like to kick it down the line to contest. Collingwood are a ball movement team. And uh, they're probably the two headlines. Do you fit into the contest, which probably Adam Uzo's come from, or is he sort of more gravitating to the ball movement? Uh, Without sort of giving too much away, Probably somewhere in between. Obviously, you want to you want to have control out of your back line, but you want to play with freedom. You don't want to be just kicking long down the line, flat out, or yep. uh, always trying to go around a defence because at the end of the day, the defences in the AFL are just too good. Um, so at the best of times, you're really taking what the oppo give you. And who's is really coming with his game plan that sort of allows individual flair, but also there's, a, 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 I guess, a high element of predictability, particularly going uh, into the forward 50. 
It's a unique combination with you and Noel Bolter, who hasn't played there much. He, he's dabbled with that, but the first hit out was good, as you mentioned. Uh, and then there's Tom Lynch in the background, hoping to return at some point. How do you see each of you fitting in? Yeah, it's a a, a pretty good problem, I guess, to have. Um, I guess the first and foremost and the most important thing for me um, is playing good, consistent football. Um, and I'm open to any role. I, I obviously played a little bit of second ruck at, at the Hawks and, and Noah's done it as well. So um, both of us are, are more than capable, I guess, and um, happy enough to take that second ruck role should it uh, mean that we can fit the three of us into the side. I think it's a, uh, a pretty dangerous sort of look with those two big boys uh, getting it done and it allows me to sort of um, hit up at the footy a bit more, which is my strength coming through the line of the footy as well. So... Um, yeah, it's a, it's a dangerous sort of combination. And I guess if we're all playing good footy, then there's no reason why we can't all be out there on the same, just, on the same side. Just let me butt in for a tick. Uh, New Zealand are giving Australia a nice old spanking. They were uh, one for 147. And every second okay, ball seems to be going into the grandstand at this stage. I'll give you more <laughs> when they uh, flash the scores back up. But can I ask you about that uh, issue? I mean, I, I can see why everybody wants to play with with uh, three forwards, one of them uh, potentially being the, the backup second ruckman. But do you think the AFL have missed the beat here, uh, given that, you know, we're always competing with basketball for tall players by not going to five-man interchange rather than four in the sub? Yeah, I can see the rationale for it. I guess as a, as a key position player where you're not always, your role's not always determined by statistics and at times... You do tend, you, if you look at the trends of the game, you do see a lot, probably a lot more keys subbed out of the game. So I guess it's good for us if it's a five, uh, yep. five man interchange bench. But um, look, I think the amount of rule changes that we have had previously, I, I, personally, I don't really feel the need to tinker with anything at the moment. Um, I think that uh, the teams are good enough and the midfields are good enough to sort of, I guess, uh, cater to having the one ruck um, and sometimes two rucks, but um, yeah, I, I can see points for both. Do you suspect most teams will play faster and want to move the ball quicker and score more? I mean, we've seen a little taste of that just in today's hit out. Similarly with, with you and Melbourne and, and most players or coaches we've spoken to throughout the preseason, that's been a message. Now the fans will love to hear that and that's all well and good when everyone's fresh the first four or five rounds of the season and the weather's good, it becomes a bit more problematic when the weather gets a bit more average. But is that the goal, do you think, across the board? Yeah, I think so. Um, particularly, you see in sports like basketball and whatnot, where yeah. they say offense is the best form of defense. Um, putting a, You're not going to win a game by um, sitting back and clogging up a, a, a forward 50. Um, so by putting a score on the board, it certainly puts, I guess, perceived pressure, at least on the opposition. Um and as you said, Kane, weather plays an element, but also game plans are evolving. Like what you start with at the start of the year is certainly not the finished product by the end of it. Um, there's always changes. Teams are getting scouted. Uh, the more you play, the harder it is to score because you've got more, I guess, vision for the opposition to watch and they're doing opposition um, analysis um, on all players and all, all team systems. So it certainly gets a lot harder towards that middle part of the year, but um, I guess as a forward, it's always uh, music to your ears when you start. When you hear coaches say, "We want to mm. score, we want to play with an element of freedom." Well, music to your ears. I ran a set the share and free campaign for about uh, twelve years when the game got bogged down in total defence, and we were applauding eight goals to seven goals as if it was uh, the wonders of the the the, the, uh, the new world. But 
How do we get to that point, uh, Cosy? if, in fact, what you're saying is true? Just coaches gone mad or uh, not? No. Nah. Well, as I said, everything's got an array of elements to it, but the old defensive systems and the floodback mechanism, I think the biggest thing that's really changed is that 6-6-6 starting position, yep. particularly from centre bounce, like, Yep. It really, if you can get ruck ascendancy and clearance ascendancy, then the game is really won in that sort of area. Like, if you can get scores from stoppage is a, is a massive stat in the game. And um, if you can dominate that, more more often than not, you're going to win the game. Um, so that, that's that been a good start. And obviously, there's still a little couple of things to tinker with. But as a player, I said, you always get a little bit frustrated by the constant rule changes. So it's been pretty... Pretty good this off season um, with little to none, uh, well, no sort of uh, rule change. So following on from that, is is that one of the reasons you think that Dustin Martin will look to spend more time back on ball? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like he's obviously has been for such a long time a, a premier midfielder of the competition, and I think I saw something the other day that he was one of the highest ranked general forwards when he played forward. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. By you've got the double spread of him, so it's the old age-old question: where do you play him? But I think um, when you've got the advantage of a six-six-six rule um, and there's space around, why wouldn't you put your best players in space? Mm. Just moving on, Australia are absolutely getting pantsed here. One for 168 of 15.2 uh, overs. Um, Ravindra is on 62, Kane and. Uh, Jacob and uh, Conway is on 63. There's been a lot of sixes uh, hit here. Can, can I ask you about one of my great bugbears, and that is the push in the back rule that's changed a lot probably since you were playing or may have changed just before you came in where you couldn't put the hands in the back at all. D- do you do you take the back position or would you rather take the back position because you know you can get pushed out or do you still maintain the front position and just hope you've got an umpire who's read the rule book? Yeah, you can hope, but more often than not, it probably doesn't go your way. Um, I guess, like I said before, with the defence, it's, it's pretty much what the defence give you. So someone like a Stephen May is going to sit out in front of you, yep. try and read the play, um, where someone like a Sam Collins from the Gold Coast, sort of a back shoulder defender and, and quite strong. So um, I guess as players, we sort of try and learn little tricks of the trade, but certainly... From a defender's point of view, the back position has always been the dominant position because you can dictate, get under the armpit, get a knee in behind them and whatnot. So um, on slower plays, getting behind is probably the most dangerous position. But as a forward, you always want to play in front because um, a scrambly kick from a stoppage, more often than not, they land 25 to 40 metres. So playing in front certainly serves you best from a stoppage and then in live play because then you can hit up at the footy. But in a slower play where there's... Uh, been a free kick or a mark and it's been delay on the footy um, most forwards are probably encouraged to get on the move try and get in behind because that's more the dominant position mm. in the contest and is it easier or harder now that defense is zone so I mean you could probably have six different opponents probably that may be an exaggeration but let's say three or four different opponents through one game of football and when you think you've got your man beaten someone else probably comes over the top to help does that make it harder to get a kick than what it once was one-on-one it does. Um, I think you'll probably find that most defences are roll around, particularly on fast plays. So your man might take off and go press another man in front of you and you think you're in space, so you actually yeah. hold. But from behind the goal's sort of angle, which most fans don't really get to see too often, uh, most teams will generate their spare behind the football off the winger. 
and they do press down um, quite hard, uh, which allows that defender behind you, who might have been playing, he's sort of that medium, sort of rangy uh, defender, which allows him to drop off. And then when you think you're free and you're sort of like holding to protect your space, you get sort of creamed from behind without really expecting it. So mm. at times it does, but uh, with the amount of technology we have these days, you can sort of see, and you go into a game knowing what defenses are going to do. So um, at the end of the day, you sort of got to try and play it pretty smart and try and tease it out. And I guess uh, we sort of have a term of sort of getting lost between the cracks, like how best can you commit a defender um, and cause hesitancy? Yeah. So maybe force them to not press the ball or not run as hard. So it's about sort of trying to get him and flip between the cracks. That's the music, mate. They're winding us up. Hey, appreciate your time. We've done this for longer. Yeah. Good luck. We, we hope it really goes well for you and the club. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time, boys. Richmond's newest recruit, Jacob Kaczynski.